2020 is fucking unrelenting. It won't stop. It, it won't. It just takes and it fucking takes and it fucking takes and it just keeps taking. Every morning you wake up to more bad news. People dying. COVID. Murder. Whatever. Let me start this shit. You're not about that life, champ. I can see it. Oh. Game over, man. Game over. He runs at the 50. He runs at the 40. The guy is drunk. About playoffs? You kidding me? Cannot play with him. Cannot win with him. Cannot coach with him. Can't do it. I want winners. Here we go. Playing to win the game. That was one heck of a timeout. I mean, listen, we're talking about practice. John is in trouble. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. EA Hunter sarcastically speaking about sports podcast. That's the depressing shit the way it started, right? It's the fucking world we live in right now. That's the world we live in. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I'm kind of speechless. You, you can't be speechless when you're trying to do a podcast. Talking's a little bit... It's kind of important, you know. People don't want to listen to dead air. I don't, maybe I don't have it today. Well, I'm going to get it. If I can get home from work on... Was it Saturday? Was it Saturday? No, I didn't work Saturday. Yeah, I'm out there in the Headhunter Production Studios, a.k.a. Man Cave, a.k.a. My Garage. My son comes running out, sticks his phone in my face, because that's how we find our news now. Social media. And it's a picture, and I see the pictures of Chadwick Boseman, but I'm sure first, the, most people's first reaction is, oh, it's the Black Panther. says that he's died. And I'm like, get that fucking shit out of my face, man. Get that. Get out. That's not true. I go in and talk to my wife. She's like, it's not true. She's got her phone in her hand. She looks it up. She's like, uh, it's on TMZ. It's on. And then, very quickly, we find out the shit's true. Yeah, let's pause for a second. Because... Pause and go the other direction. Find out real quick that it's true. He's died at 43 years old. 43 years old. And you're like, what the? How the fuck is that? Start reading. He's lost a four-year battle from colon cancer. You're like, shit. So... This guy was sick. And while he was sick, he's making movies. Made one of the most iconic black movies, because that's what it is. Ever. Black Panther did billions of dollars. You know, you're waiting. All right, well, cool, man. I can't wait for this. Two. Black Panther 2, which wasn't slated to be to what? 2022. But he's dead. I'm like, I can't believe it. 
And it's like, just like everybody, I, well, not everybody, but I remember seeing pictures of him where he looked a little thin. I'm thinking he's probably just, you know, doing that for a, for his next movie role. You know, because that's what actors do. Method actors. Nah, man. My man was sick. He, he was going through chemotherapy and all that shit. Uh, man, you know what? I, I feel like you never, you never really, I don't think you ever truly beat cancer. I think you stave it off for a while. I think once you get it, it always, it's going to get you eventually. I don't know. To me, it seems like anybody you hear about people who have had cancer, yeah, they, they go into remission, you know, sometimes for years, sometimes decades, but I think like, like the, the, uh, I think the damage that it does to your body in other, in other areas is probably, you know, contributes. I don't know. I just, I just feel like I've, every person I know or read about or, you know, has cancer, this, it always gets them. Not to make this about fucking me, but when I see that, <laughs> one of the thoughts that comes rolling through my head is, you know, um, you should probably get that colonoscopy that you've been ducking for a year and I'll probably get it and probably find out I'm <laughs> got some of the same I have a, a co-worker I got hit with it. what's funny is is people hear cancer they're just they, they're more scared of the other C word COVID but yeah man Chadwick Boseman, rest in peace, man, or rest in power, rest in, you know, what's crazy is, is the, the, um, major league, major league baseball, honoring Jackie Robinson, number 42, and (laughs) he dies that day. That's it's crazy. Played James Brown draft day. Uh, you know when they say like, you'll hear people say, "Man, gone too soon." I feel like that like truly, truly gifted people, like entertainers or athletes, or that die young. It's almost like look, you're you can either have all these, you know, historic achievements and all the adulation that goes along with it, but you have a shorter timeline. Or you can just be a regular Joe and live to your 177. You know another crazy thing? Because I'm sure they, I'm surprised I haven't heard it yet about who, who they're going to replace him as the Black Panther. Apparently, the Black Falcon, Homeboy Plus Black Falcon was, they thought about casting him as the Black Panther. I mean, when you say that now, you're like, there's no fucking way he could have pulled that off. No way at all. You're just kind of like, yeah, <laughs> glad they didn't, because that would not have worked. <laughs> I mean, and, and like, was it that same day? Or the next was it the next morning? I think it was the same day. 
from Cliff Robinson. Famous Portland Trailblazer, 53 dies. Then I wake up this morning, John Thompson. So there you go, the threes. Shits and threes, man. And like I said, man, dude, this 2020 just this is taking, taking, taking. That's all it's doing, man. What is going to fucking give us something other than COVID? I don't want that. No, I don't want it. I remember I told somebody, I don't remember, I did tell somebody recently that I, um, I, I never really subscribed to, whenever I ever got depressed or, you know, but lately I think I feel like I'm starting to get there. You see no end to this. It's just... I mean, yeah. This shit's fucking depressing right now. This podcast is gonna be fucking depressing. Hey, man. It's content. And that's the game, baby. Content. Is it? I don't even know. Did I talk about... The um, the boycott, the NBA boycott. I'm not even sure I talked about that. I think it was at work. This was last week when yet another black man is shot by the police. Um, I think I might have talked about it, but hey, recap it. All you see on the film is you see the cops following a guy to his car, and the guy reaches into his car, and they shoot him. The aftermath is, is that man survived seven shots, but is paralyzed from the waist down. Cops are on fucking suspension. Um, and the NBA... And then major, the rest of major league, the rest of the professional sporting landscape shut down. Starting with the Milwaukee Bucks. As a team, they were set to go out on the court. Hadn't had a really chance to let, let it all sink in because this happened in Wisconsin, their state. And apparently they, get as a team, decide, you know what, fuck that. We're not going out there. Nah. They don't go out. News starts to spread like wildfire. Orlando Magic <laughs> go back to their dressing rooms. Um, other teams uh, <laughs> in the bubble decide. I don't know if they decided, but I know that games were all canceled uh, for the rest of the day. And, and it just starts. You see it in baseball. You saw it on in tennis, young girl, young woman, Coco Golf, not Coco Golf. What was her name? The black, the, the, the black Japanese girl, what girl? <laughs> I can say that I'm black, or can I? Well, I did so. She, she, she's like, yeah, nah. She doesn't want to. She's like, I'm not even playing in my semifinal match. I'm, I'll forfeit. I'm sitting this out. <laughs> you 
morning and like I said the rest of the sporting landscape follows suit and you're like what the fuck is gonna happen what is gonna happen the Lakers and the Clippers as the team decide well fuck it we're done with the playoffs we're done with this bubble shit because apparently not really an unrelated topic but apparently players are they're starting to nut up it's starting to be a bit much being there and us as fans our first inclination is suck it up buttercup you're getting paid tens of millions of dollars to play a fucking game and you got yeah but nah man that's not cool I don't one thing, and I think I probably said it earlier, that with that, the shooting of that guy, all these different variations of the story has come out, and I don't, I don't know what to believe anymore with anything. I mean, first it was he showed up um, to break up a fight between two white women. Cops show up. Apparently the cops were there, you know, had a warrant to pick him up. <laughs> they tase him. He doesn't go down. He's got a knife and says he's going to go to his car and you know, get his gun. And they shot him. Um, kids are in the back seat to where, and I'm sorry, you, you, cut, you can cut both ways on that one. One hand, you're like, how the fuck could you, how the fuck could you shoot him in front of his children? But number two... How could he bring his children to that situation? He didn't deserve to be shot seven times. He didn't. I wouldn't want to be a cop for shit. Not in the least, man. You can keep that cop shit. Can't win. You cannot win. I wouldn't even bother trying. I wouldn't play. But again, like I said, it's just, it's just unrelenting. Wake up this morning, John Thompson, legendary, legendary uh, Georgetown Hoya head coach for years, died. He's 78 years old. I mean, I think probably in his case, not to say that it was okay, but I think that like he lived a pretty good life. He accomplished a lot, so it's not the same. All I know is, man, you, you, you want to wake up to something good, something that makes you feel good. I know this. Looking, look, looking ahead, um, fucking, when that election hits, Jesus Christ, that no matter what the outcome, I think I've mentioned this in every podcast I've laid down, everyone within the last 10 days whatever the the outcome is people are going to be pissed off but I'm sorry 45's got to go yeah he's got to he's, he's, he's not healing this nation at all he's a self-centered egotistical narcissist that in the end wants it to be about him you want to want to make it about you, four or five? Just step aside. We've had enough of you, bruh. We have. I don't give a fuck who's going against him. And yeah, that's that's the way I'm calling it this year.
I don't give a damn. Something. Because he, that motherfucker's got to go. That ain't a good enough reason for you. Fuck you. What's to say today is um what? September, August is it August thirtieth? The thirtieth. All I know is the uh, NFL season kicks off about what time? When? It, what day? I think the eighth or the tenth. And uh, I love how in the NFL they're like um, they're not really issuing you know what they're the standards and practices are. Um, I haven't even really officially heard if fans are going to be allowed at the games. It's like, this shit, like, it's still, this COVID shit still fucking shit up. You had, the, the A's were, were, were in a, was a 3-4 game series against the Houston Rockets, and they had to shut a game down because one of the A's popped positive for COVID. I mean... I don't really under... I mean, what are they... Are they... Morning. They've... I mean, they they act like if they don't talk about it, whatever. It'll get figured out. I really don't want anything to do with fantasy football this year. It's like, fuck it, for what? We've been watching a Hard Knocks. Which is pretty difficult. Never really. I, first of all, I didn't think they were even going to be filming this shit. Okay, it's not as good because all you, what, you, what you're seeing in a lot of the storylines, they're leaning on on nonsense. I mean, the one thing that I loved about it is like you like to see preseason games, you like to see the practices, but things are kind of limited because of contact and COVID. I mean, they're like just now. I think this is. The third episode, they put on the pads and they started getting getting at each other. And I tell you what, that stadium, SoFi Stadium, that the Rams and that was it the Rams, L.A. Rams and L.A. Chargers are sharing is fucking dope. You got to see them play in that 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 uh, jewel. And you know, the NFL's like fuck all that. All them years, you're you're the one of the major. Um, sporting you know professional sporting organizations in the united states and you got no teams in la now you got too many hey whatever but you knew they they had to get and you you best believe there's gonna be a super bowl played in that motherfucker i i i'm not gonna say it was a dollars to donuts i you it's gonna the traffic's gonna be like fucking horrible oh yeah that aaron donald dude whoo that dude, he look, he looks smaller, but just as effective as he's ever been. Yeah, there was a, there was a point too in that I'm watching it, and they got the, one of the the wide receiver coaches. He's talking to the, the wide receivers in the meeting, and he's he's like all intense about blocking. And I'm like, can you get the camera off of this storyline? It's not. I don't really care about it that much. You know, I don't even. And I haven't. I don't feel like I've even, they've shown me like a long shot that I can really root for. I think, too, it's because it's two teams and you can't keep track. And the other thing that I realize is their um, color schemes, aren't they both yellow, white? Was it yellow, white, and blue? Jared Goff. And I'm sorry. 
what's a, what's a, god damn what's that coach's name of the rams come on come on come on it's not god damn it what is his name what is his name god i can't think of his name i'm gonna think of his name i'm let's fucking let's just look it up what's his name la rams head coach Head coach, what it there Deshaun McVay. Dude, I don't give a damn what anybody says. He sounds like a, a, a he sounds like Gruden. I need to do a side by side, you know, Gruden comparison between the two. He he has like the same cadences, the same energies running around. He is he's like a thirty something year old Gruden. Speaking of Gruden, yeah, we haven't seen the inside of the Raiders stadium. You know, that shit's dope, too. Dude, two teams with brand new stadiums are not gonna, that the fans aren't going to be able to fucking utilize. And I'm sorry, the Las Vegas Raiders. <laughs> I mean, I, and, and as far as hard knocks, I'm going to watch it. Like I said, it's not as good. I hope we're not dealing with this this time next year. Nothing's promised, I know that. We could easily be dealing with this shit. I've been watching um, Cobra Kai. Holy shit. Who'd have thought <laughs> that it'd be good as it was? Or as it is? I think I'm on episode 7 or 8. Made by YouTube TV. It's funny. I mean, it's like, it's like having a, a, another re, like a rebirth. But so yeah, it was made on, it was put on YouTube TV. This fucking wind. Oh well. It's on YouTube TV. I mean, a lot of people don't have that, so I think the first season is actually free. Well, I had already procured it. <laughs> and uh, just hadn't watched it. But you're scrolling through my, my Netflix uh, queue, and there it is. And I'm like, fuck it. Start watching it. Love the way it opens up. You know? Opens up with, with your boy Johnny getting his fucking head crane kicked in <laughs> to lose. And this has got that great that, that great shot of it's him flat on his face and then it and then he rears back. You know? <laughs> and you cut to to Johnny. And see, this is like it's like a really good writing, really, really good, really good way to resurrect something. How they did this. Another um, media project that comes to mind that did that pretty well would be the Jurassic World. You know where they turn the um, the Velociraptors were actually good guys. So on this one, they flip, they flip it to where Johnny's the. He's the, the, uh, I don't want to say the, uh, the one, he, you feel for him, you know? He's the, he's the, he's the, kind of the anti-hero. Daniel-san's the douche. And he is. And, like, the more you watch, uh, the more you, you kind of, they humanize Johnny. And the truth of the matter is, is that no matter what you believe or think or whatever, dude, 
I don't think that people are, well, I don't think I know this for a fact. Nobody's all good or all bad. You're just who you are from moment to moment. It's your actions. And this shit is definitely showing that. It's like it's showing that there are three sides to every story. Your side, the opponent's side, and the real side. Because there's a pool portion where he's, where Johnny Lawrence is, is <laughs> telling the story about the background between him and Machio. And when you watch it, you're kind of like, you know what? What was he really doing? Like you said, he's his girlfriend. This guy shows up. I mean, I've, I've suggested this to a number of people. If you ever get a chance to um, check out a, a podcast, you want to check out the rewatchable Bill Simmons, Ryan Rossillo. They it's a podcast where they rewatch movies and then talk about them. Dude, they did one on the Karate Kid. Oh my God, fucking epic and hilarious. Probably gonna listen to it again today, just because. Just because. But, um, <laughs> if, um I, I definitely suggested it. I suggested it to my buddy, my man C-Note. He's all, he's all over it. All over it. So, hey, I'm suggesting you do yourself a favor and check out fucking Cobra Kai. Bubble playoffs are back in effect, man. Oh, are they ever. You've got um all of the, I think I mentioned it earlier, all the uh, East, first round East um, series are finished. There's still the West. And the two games that I watched last night, whoo, shit. Miami Heat versus the um, Milwaukee Bucks. And it's funny, man, like anytime I'm critical of a player, I talk shit about him. They, they always, they invariably always end up in the preceding game, come out firing and looking better. In this series, definitely that guy, dude Middleton was shitting all over him. He had a good game, but they, but they, dude, the thing is, they lost. Milwaukee, dude, hey, Milwaukee got the reigning defensive player of the year. Greek freak. And you know, I, you know what I realized about him? I'd never heard him, and I think I mentioned this earlier, I'd never heard him speak before. You know, you put the microphone up to his face, he looks like a black dude, and he starts talking, like, oh shit, he's a foreigner. Not, not that that's either here nor there. I'm just saying. That's all I'm doing, just saying. Right? <laughs> Still, dude, the, what's the trip is, they drafted that dude in what? what 2016 was 6'9", now he sprouted up to be seven. Seven foot. You, dude, when that dude is coming full bore with a head of steam in, charging in, there's nobody stopping him. He can take like two, three steps and he doesn't even really have to jump to dunk it. Another thing that I realized is that I don't know, not one Milwaukee Bucks fan. Never met one. Never seen anybody rocking a Greek freak jersey. Never. Didn't realize either that Frank Mason III is on that team. I saw him yesterday, got off the bench for what, like half a second? Not really getting any burn, but they're rotating a lot of cats through there. But Hugh, but, but the Miami Heat, ooh, shit. That team, dude, that's a team 
that you don't want any part of. <laughs> nah, you know any part of. Because they're deep. They're fluid. Um, I think that that Jimmy B- Butler ad in the offseason was a pretty good ad. I mean, he erupted for what, like 40 points is a career high. But I, the thing with him... He's not as big as I thought he was. I don't, I don't know what he's listed at, but he looks like he's about six five, six four. It's funny. Me, I'm five. I'm five foot nothing. No, I'm five foot six, five seven. Talking shit about somebody not being that tall. That's rich. But my point. Here's my point. My point is that, dude. That dude plays bigger than he is, and he's one of those these guys that just he he he. What's a good way to put it? He rises to the occasion. And he rose to that occasion. The other thing about that that Miami team is you figure Spolstra, what is he, the third highest tenured coach in the league? Started out in the fucking the, uh, video room for the Miami Heat. Now he's the coach. I think it's dope that, like, not only does he have success, but, like, he's had success since LeBron has left. Because that's the thing. Anytime LeBron is on a team that you're the coach of, people dismiss you as a coach to some degree. I mean, he left and he sustained it. You got your boy Darth Sidious, a.k.a. Pat Riley, up in the stands, lurking. A fun fact, the Knicks actually traded Pat Riley to the Miami Heat. Never knew coaches could get traded. <laughs> well, hey, now you know. And as G.I. Joe famous used to say, knowing's half the battle. G.I. Joe, yeah fucking dated myself with that that reference like a motherfucker I did but yeah um I gotta say man didn't see that coming at 115 104 heat take him out he got rockets thunder yeah rockets thunder whole lot of history here folks whole lot you got the rockets you got the beard James Harden, uh, one-time teammate of OKC point guard Chris Paul. He was unceremoniously dumped in the offseason, you know, marooned on OKC. OKC sends Westbrook uh, to uh, (laughs) to the Rockets. Rockets are playing that they have no big men. They're playing this weird small ball type deal. And here's the crazy thing is, like, in the bubble, they've got the number one defense. And But anyway, I mean, you can, you can move numbers around to make anything look legitimate. One thing I definitely have noticed in watching more of, of a Harden play, um, that guy, he comes across as a douche on the court, man. Plays no defense. Always looking around, where was my help? Nigga, why don't you give that in a stance and D somebody up? His game is not really that fun to watch. Okay? But then they got my man. My man, Dort. Oh, yeah. Dort. And Clinton's right. I just like saying the guy's name. This is some D-League dude. The first time I came across this guy is the Kings game. Um, Kings are playing OKC, and this dude Dort is killing the Kings. He's shooting threes, twos, he's doing whatever. In the playoffs, he can't shoot for shit. I think like the, the the series before he went like he was like one for nine or some shit. But his defense on Harden is key, and you can see like Harden looks at him as like an irritant, like he he just, he, he wants no no part of him. 
But hey, he's doing his thing. You got Steven Adams, OKC center. He's like he's like an old school center. You know what I'm saying? He's doing his work in the in the paint. You know, playing some D. Like he, he he's definitely a relic from a from a basketball past. That you know, players nowadays with his height, they're trying to learn how to. They're shooting threes. Przenkas. That that seven foot two uh, the, the unicorn on the Dallas who was hurt in the last two games and it's true they've said this about dudes over seven two over seven foot more injury that's the, that's the thing man Your, the body a body that big isn't meant to be lumbering up and down a basketball court your body's like hey bruh there's a lot of meat you're moving here so I don't know why I even <laughs> went to the Porzingis store i don't know just, i'm just whatever comes i go with but definitely um i ain't gonna lie was definitely rooting for chris paul for sure just because of the way they disrespected him and dropped him on that team and the way he's made that team gel you know westbrook i don't even know what his stats were that last night but he seems to me, at least in that game, a bit of a non-factor. Let's see here. Let's see what you went. Let's see what you did, Westbrook. Box score. Russ Westbrook. Covington. 27 minutes, 17 points, four rebounds, three assists. Not bad. Not bad. That's not his his triple double averaging minutes, but hey. Decent enough minutes, I guess. I don't. I mean, I think that like that experiment. I don't see. I I see them. They'll probably because. Oh yeah. Uh, OKC's tied the series three three with a one hundred four one hundred one victory. I think when it's all said and done, Houston's gonna take this series, and OKC will have nothing to be ashamed of. They shouldn't even. They're, they've been like a dark horse team throughout the. I didn't realize the record wasn't what was what it was until they got into the bubble. I'm like, what? Them fuckers are that good? Yeah. I don't... In the West, it's going to come down to the Lakers and the Clippers. And in the East, I don't know, because the first... first what was it? The, it was the Raptors and... um Raptors. Who did they play? Raptors and Celtics. Celtics took game one. Raptors looking funny. So, I don't know that it's going to automatically be Milwaukee in the East... I don't know. I mean, because like I said, Houston's one of these teams that you don't really want no part of, man. They got a solid team. Hence the word team. But, hey, looking forward to the games tonight. Who do we got tonight? Tonight we got uh, uh, Celtics Raptors, Jazz Nuggets. Oh, God. Dude, that's they're 3-3. That's the, what are they saying? It what, what are they calling that, that, that matchup? They're calling this bad boy the, the, the Murray-Mitchell matchup because both of these dudes have erupted for like 40, 50 points a game. It's like, is, is there even another player on the fucking team? What happened to the Joker? I haven't seen any of these high-scoring games, but I've seen the box scores and heard the, the uh, Sports Center episodes where they're going on and on about it. Um, so they play tonight. Um, it's funny how Porter Jr. was the dude they were jocking, but these last couple of games, he's like fucking disappeared. The Joker, I don't really know what the hell's going on with that dude. You know what I'm saying? I couldn't tell you. But uh, I gotta say, I think I will make time to watch that shit tonight. 
definitely. What pisses me? I don't know. Pisses me off. But it's again, you look, you look at Denver's head coach Mark Malone, another ex-King castoff. Kings could have bid something. Kings have the longest like playoff drought now. I think in NBA current running one in the NBA right now, which no shit Sherlock. Bad leadership. <laughs> bring in. We we finally get rid of Vlade, you know, and Stoyakovich, and we bring in Joe Dumars. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck that's all about. The Kings are one of these franchises, like, until they learn how to get out of their own fucking way, they're always going to be what they are. Yeah, a team that's potentially, like, like, always, always in a playoff lottery and always scrambling to make a move to get into the, get into the playoffs. I'm pretty sure in this offseason, I don't what the fuck you say, Buddy Heald is not going to be rocking a Kings jersey. He'll be gone. Dude doesn't like his role. He doesn't like being a sixth man. It's like, dude, you play better coming off the bench. Whatever. Your loss, sir. Your loss. And you want to know what my gain is? Is that I'm done with this for right now, for today. I don't know. I think I am. Yeah, we're out. Sarcastically speaking about stuff and sports. Good night, y'all. You don't know nothing about that. Headhunter. Headhunter, son.